Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Hey everybody, it is Captain Jim your dream business coach, and welcome to this great episode of Dream Business Radio. This week, we're going to do something a little different. We've done uh, one in the past. If you are familiar with my free Facebook group, Build Your Dream Business Now, I am doing profit seats, which means I will pick somebody that has filled out an application and actually do a deep dive on their business, give them some suggestions on how they can ramp up and build their dream business faster. And this week, I am going to play that for you. Uh, one of those interviews was with Jane Blaufus. She is a um, she is also a business coach, um, headquartered in Canada, and um, she's been a business coach for a long time. And I helped find a, a couple little uh, maybe hidden spots, things that she could focus on to grow even more successful than she already is. So check out this interview, this profit seat which is brought to you by the Build Your Dream Business Now Facebook group. If you're not part of it, you should be. You can fix that right now by going to dreambizgroup.com, dreambizgroup.com. All right, check out this profit seat. Hey, everybody. Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach here for another Build Your Dream Business Now profit seat. I have uh, the honor of talking with Jane Blaufus. Jane, how are you doing today? I'm good, Jim. How are you? I am doing great. And you are a fellow coach. You coach women. I know you coach men. And so can you give um, give our audience and our listeners just the kind of the two-minute 411 about who you are, what you do, maybe where you're located? Okay. So I'm a best-selling author of a self-published book called With the Stroke of a Pen, Claim Your Life. I'm also an international speaker, and I am a business coach, and I coach sales professionals and entrepreneurs, and I'm based near Toronto, Canada. Up there, north of the border, as I always tell my friend Kate Bradbury, north of the border. So, um, so Jane, what's interesting is, uh, so when you applied for the profit seat and you filled out a questionnaire for me, um, I've done a little bit of research, and I get that you and I are pretty much in the same field, although you, as you just said, specialize in helping sales professionals. Um, so. I always forget. The first thing I do when I do a, a profit seat is I ask, may I be completely candid with you and share my unvarnished opinions? Is yes. that fair? Okay. And, uh, yeah. and just to let you know, um, and, and also the listeners, that when I, because we have a small amount of, um, a small window, I want, if I may interrupt you if I feel I got enough information. I've, I've learned that when, hey, tell me quickly what you do. Well, I was born and, you know, <laughs> so if I have enough information, I'm going to roll on because I want to pack as much as we can into the profit seat. So my first observation, which is why I asked you, can I be completely candid? When I was looking at your website, and your book and things like that. The the biggest thing that I got out of it, and it's one of your messages, courageous conversation, right? Um, and you said you coach sales professionals. Now I'll admit I didn't read the website verbatim, but I I actually didn't get out of that that you focus on on sales professionals. So that may be something that we can uh, look at. I know you're working on your website now. Mm -hmm. um, so let me ask you this. Um, 
how did you get into coaching? When did you get into coaching and what led to that? In other words, tell me briefly about the career that all of a sudden you said, wow, this is really good. I can help other people do this. Again, give me the short version of that. Okay, so I was in corporate for a number of years, and I led a team of 15 people. So I had people that were working for me that, of course, I had to do coaching with, performance management with, um, all of that kind of stuff. And so I was also, at one point in my career, I was a sales manager that was responsible for the recruitment and attraction of financial advisors. Mm. So I had to I, I had to be a coach to them. I was also, I took formal coaching lessons as well and whatever. So that's sort of where I've coached most of my um, adult life. Okay, so you've coached professionally as a W-2 employee, or I don't know if that's the terminology north of the border, but as an employee, and then you struck out on your own when, 15 years ago, did you say? Uh, no, I actually opened my own, I left corporate in 2008 and opened my own company a, a year later, and I just, because of my reputation and my really expansive network in the financial services industry, I found people were seeking me out. So I started, you know, I know the industry and I know how to be a successful entrepreneur as well. So they sort of went hand in glove. And that's why most of my coaching is with financial advisors. When when you were an employee and um, the higher ups were asking you to coach new new people in your team and things like that, was there something big that you have done? Did you like rise to the top in a quick fashion? Did your sales like outpace everybody else? What made you the go-to coach at that time? Well, when I was I was a financial advisor myself when I started in the insurance industry and my first husband was in the Air Force, so we moved around a lot. So I became a master networker because I, I would move somewhere and not know anybody and have to, you know, just build my business all over again. So I know how to establish something from the ground up mm-hmm. and it just morphed into, I think I, I just love coaching people. I love working with people. It's just a natural thing for me. One of the things I often, t- and I, of all the people that I've coached in the eight or nine years, I've actually helped more coaches start and or grow their business. So one of the things I sometimes, when I have conversations with potential clients is I always ask them, and it comes across as kind of a in your face question, but I say, what gives you the right to take money to coach other people? And that's kind of why I was asking those questions, like what, you have to have a claim to fame or you have to have the big hook, which makes you very desirable. Like I'm always like, when you see a 22-year-old offering how to how to have a magnificent life, you know, and at 22, how much life have you lived? Or if somebody's trying to be, I'm, I'm a million-dollar coach, and they have yet to create their first six-figure business, I think there's a disconnect there. So mm-hmm. with your career and everything you've done, and let's, let's assume you've got a very broad base, you probably did a lot of different things. If, if someone asked you, like, what's the one, or maybe two things at the most, but what's the one hook, what's the one thing that... Jane Blaufus can hang her hat on as the as like the biggest accomplishment pre-entrepreneur. Pre-entrepreneur. Um, well, I think I'll go back to what I just shared with you about. It's hard enough to get started in the life insurance business once, but to do it four times, people thought I was suicidal. I think I'm yep. sure my family did. So. I think that was a huge accomplishment because I basically had to create my business over from the ground up in in two of those four cases I knew no one in the town except my husband okay and as you know as he told me he had enough life insurance so I better go find somebody else to talk to but 
you know, I had to I had to network. I had to hone my sales and marketing skills. I had to go out and be vulnerable and put myself out in front of people and say, I'm new at this. You know, I'm new in town. I'm trying to build a business. I'd like to help you, and then maybe we can help each other. So I think that's one of the biggest things. And somebody asked me not too long ago, uh, you know, so you're coaching financial advisors, what makes you different? Which was a very good question. And I said, that's a great question. I said, I teach um, financial advisors how to be business people. I teach them how to know their numbers because they don't. They all think they're employees and they're not. So I took my history in the financial services industry along with what I'm doing now and put them together and it's become a unique offering. So Jane, uh, I really love what you just said. Um, When you, so the other thing, so I'm I'm coming in maybe on two potential topics but I don't want to reveal them yet. Um, So when you have recreated yourself essentially four times, forced to because of moving around with, with the with your husband's first uh, career, right? Um, how, what, what two or three things did you rely on when you were suddenly taken out of your, your first successful role as, as a business owner and then now dropped in a new town and you do it again and yet you did it four times? Is there something, is there one, two or three things that you did to ramp back up and, and grow a nice portfolio four different times? Well, I'll give you one example in particular. Uh, I moved into a town where I knew no one but my husband. And so I thought, okay, so let me think about this. I'm trying to grow a business here in this community. Who else is in the same situation as I am? Mm -hmm. Who else needs sales? Who else whatever? So I took a look around and I found eight hotels in the area. And I reached out and I found out who the sales manager was for uh, event space, for rooms, for everything. And I reached out to them and I introduced myself to them and asked them if I could buy them a cup of coffee and and come in and meet them face to face. I met with all eight of them and as a result of that, that's what sort of propelled me and started me off again because I got introductions to new people in the community, they became clients and so that's one particular thing is networking, connecting with people. That's one of the things I love the most and I've always seemed to have good luck with. So, and yeah, you said earlier you're a master networker. Now, if you were to talk to, um, let's say you were to get in a room with a hundred financial advisors and say you're up on stage maybe doing a group profit seat or something like that, and you ask for what's the what keeps you awake at night? What keeps that group of people awake at night? What's their biggest pain? Their biggest pain? And as they don't get introduced to enough people to talk to to turn into clients because they don't ask. Okay. So they're short on introductions. Nobody ever leaves any business because they have too many people to talk to. Gotcha. Gotcha. I would think also with financial planners, um, I think financial planners, financial advisors. I mean, that is that's right up there with your CPA and your and your your attorney there's got to be such probably more than your attorney because it's all financial that's your biggest trust factor did you did you excel in some way maybe you don't even realize this but did you excel at being able to create trust again you've created four successful businesses in four different locations so did you you must have excelled at trust how did you do that I I listen a lot I ask a lot of questions but I listen a lot and I don't 
always go in to sell somebody something. I'm very big on relationship building. It's one of the things that I've done over the years and that, you know, I've had people say to me, man, you know, it's easy to, it's easy to, to like you and to trust you because you really do care. And I think that's another thing is that I'm, I'm benevolent. My, my whole focus is outwardly focused. I like to help other people. You know, I'm the one who doesn't need the Christmas presents. I just want to sit there and watch everybody else open theirs right. type of thing. So I think it's just my outgoing nature. I'm, I'm empathetic. I'm, I try to be my true self. I don't, you know, everybody else is taken. So I'd like to just be who, who I really am. And right. I, I just honestly listen to people. So I think that helps to build trust. Jane, one of the things I do with, um, with my clients is I, I help them uh, create a persona and but it's also built around the big hook and then the big hook once we know what that is we create an acronym we put a book around that a podcast we do all these different things around the big hook and I think what the big hook for you is going to be and again this is after what seven minutes or eight minutes of conversation I don't know what the acronym is going to be but what I wrote down, the biggest pain point, there's not enough referrals, you're not getting introduced to enough people. And I would say that's true because whether you're a financial advisor or, or you're a landscaper or you clean pools or you're a CPA, everybody starts a business based on their initial skill and talent and that's their that's the deliverable. What they don't understand is how to market and grow and attract more people. You've seen you've seemed to have conquered that in a way and and it's interesting there's no secret sauce you're you're being you you're authentic and and like as you say you care about people but whatever the acronym is that we would come up with I, I wrote down um, excel at building trust and you'll never have a dry well again now that's that's too long that's not the acronym but that that is addressing I think a pain point because to be honest with you when I saw a courageous conversation it didn't click for me what you meant by that right um, so let me ask a couple more questions, see if I can hone in a little bit more. Um, there's three questions I want to ask you. They're very similar, um, but it sometimes helps to pick, pick the path that we want to go on because we do want to pick one path, okay? Um, you do, you do a few different things based on your website. You, you do coaching, you, you do, uh, uh, speeches, you know, keynotes, and there's other things you do and you have some products. Of all the things that you do with your current company, number one, what do you enjoy doing the most? What has the greatest profit potential or the growth potential and what currently makes you the most money? And I don't mean, it could be gross or it just could be um, gross profit. So what do you enjoy doing the most? What has the greatest growth potential do you feel, say for the next three to five years? And what has the highest profit margin within your current company? So I love speaking. Okay. I, I that's it floats my boat it's what sort of gets me up in the morning and whatever and of course my book is a huge part of my speaking because my book is my story and it's educational as well as inspirational so speaking is a huge opportunity for me and that's a big focus for me this year I just uh, applied for last year and got my E-1 visa so I can work in the U.S. legally. It was an arduous process, took a year, but it's done. So now that I've got that, I'm aggressively going after the U.S. market for speaking and also international. And the other potential growth side for me is more business coaching clients. Gotcha. Um, 
That's interesting. You're 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 in that minority of people who say I'd rather be in the coffin than delivering the eulogy. <laughs> that was me for many years, but now I, I really I really get off on speaking, um, and I can see that. And there's the only thing better than being a speaker is being a published author who's a speaker. So I think that's pretty powerful. Um, so the other thing that I, I would really urge you to do is um, really focus. And um, you know, you said uh, uh, your husband works with you in the business. And I know you're looking at your website. I want to give you a couple tips. Um, at a couple points on the website, I did not see any way to uh, pop into your website. I didn't see a pop-up, or I didn't see an opt-in. It may be at the bottom, but it certainly wasn't apparent at the top of the website. So there's no way for people to get on to get on an email list where you can nurture the relationship that way. So I would suggest something there, and actually the something there. It could be the first two chapters of your new book, or it could be one or two things. It could be, in fact, it should be. I I, I have a, a expression I call you want a potpourri of a basket of benefits so people may want to read a PDF some people may want to pop in an mp3 and listen to a certain part of your speech or something that you have for them so two one two or three things kind of the goody grab bag so to speak um, I also didn't see at the top of the website anything about the being a best-selling author so in the in the new in the new website one of the things I see a lot of people do also is have a website that tries to do all the heavy lifting, kind of a one-size-fits-all. When I looked at all the different stuff that you do on your website, and I actually have it open here, so there's the, the coaching, media, speaking, blog, products, etc. Um, when somebody goes to your website, whether they find you on social media or hear you speaking, they want to go for a certain reason. There's probably a certain search term, like if obviously if you want to rank in Google, they're going to turn put in a certain search term and for you if the real if the real growth potential is is being a speaker for and teaching financial planners uh, how to significantly increase their revenue I mean that's really what it needs to be um, you know for me dream business coach you go to my website it says 10 day dream business transformation there's an opt-in right there and then if they don't do that two seconds later the pop-up and most people tell me Jim the pops up annoying I don't want to put my people through that I'll tell you 70% of the people that join my list do so on the pop-ups so you just have to you know get over your own internal thoughts about pop-ups I find them annoying as hell too but you gotta <laughs> you gotta do that um, okay. so oh the other thing I meant I want to mention um, is the last blog post I think I saw was like December 19th and I think uh, blogging maybe two or three times a week is not only going to help the Google rankings but if the if the blog posts are, are titled to the specific thing you want to be known for that's obviously going to drive more traffic to the website um, <clears throat> the other thing I didn't see that you have a podcast did I miss that or are you not podcasting right now I'm I'm doing a lot of guest podcasting but mm -hmm. the for the second half of 2018 that's on our to-do list my husband's um, we're just launching a video production company and then he's also going to be doing the podcasting and I'm going to be looking at my I'm actually in discussions with somebody about doing my own show okay um, so I asked you uh, off air I think if I could be my candid blunt self so you gave me permission uh, second half of 2018 you could launch a podcast next week you could certainly launch one by Valentine's Day or even March 1st I mean doing a podcast is not a, is not a big deal one of the and one of the reasons you want to have your own show number one after we would come up with the with the right branding and things like that here's what I have found and this is really the secret sauce it's not so much all the people that listen to your show and there will be some uh, it is the potential guests that you get to interview and the green room chat as I call it 
pre-interview and post-interview more importantly being a guest it's it's hugely and i would not stop that but having your own show that is media when you own the media and you control the message by the way i sponsor my own show my own show my own dream business radio is sponsored by the build your dream business now facebook group because that's where i'm sending people it's really really powerful and it's it's absolutely not hard at all we we're basically doing it right now you get on skype and interview somebody you have a, a little produced beginning and an ending boom your podcast goes out so i would really encourage you to move that up let me ask you real quick and then we're, we're quickly zooming out of time the the video production company how is that related or is that like another revenue stream that your husband's going to run or is that related to what you're doing so it's first of all to produce all my video because okay. we didn't want to outsource it and pay somebody else so he's he's gone through all the tutorials and all of that but it's potentially to be another revenue stream that he will drive okay um I want to suggest a potential book title and this is just off the top of my head and sometimes it might get refined um, and it could be it could be a current book or you could do a, a second version or it may be pretty easy to put out another book but um, I really think Jane probably the biggest thing I can give you right now in, in this short time together is it really needs to everything you do uh, on social media on your website by the way one more thing on websites um, you notice that I, I have a uh, you should have your own celebrity branding website so if mine is get Jim Palmer I also have a website for dream biz coaching for dream biz Academy all my books have separate websites I have a website for success advantage publishing which publishes everything needs for the most part a separate website okay because that's how people will look for you and find you what I find especially today when I forget the latest stats 60 70 percent of people are looking at websites on something this big um, it's really hard to search you know when you got a lot of when you have a lot of um, <clears throat> menu options at the top so if somebody was to go to uh, I don't know if janeblaufus.com is taken I notice your website is now the Blaufus group if there was janeblaufus.com I would certainly go get that but then there may be Jane Blaufus coaching or or there would be the name of a book with book.com or something like that but um, more and more today having a, a website for each part of the business seems to make sense and make it easier for me when if I have to click more than two or three forget two or three if I have to click more than once or twice on a website to find something that's a very it's a big disconnect for impatient people um, what I think you ought to do I really believe uh, with the number of financial planners um, who are basically out there sucking wind probably not even making 50 or 80 grand a year um, <laughs> you know there's an expression I forget I was probably Dan Kennedy who said it you know in the land of the blind the one-eyed man is king in this case the one-eyed woman is king right so if you are uh, there's another expression I don't particularly like the word but it is what it is and it helps illustrate a point what people are looking for today and let's just go with financial planners what people are most looking for today they may be looking for marketing ideas for financial planners different ways to do social media blah 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 what people are most looking for is hope and certainty and so when somebody wants to hire a coach or somebody that's going to help them take their business to the next level whether that's five hundred dollars a month or fifteen thousand dollars or four to fifty thousand dollars a year some high-end coaching program that I know you could do um, they're gonna do that when there's when you have established unbelievable hope and certainty that this is a good buying decision and that's really when I talk about the million dollar platform you know the the social media the books the podcast the speaking the videos all of it that all goes to building the credibility which develops hope and certainty and so everything I believe 
even though your skill set can easily help people in a lot of different fields you got to pick one and I believe because of your background it is in the financial services industry so and I think that as you've rightly said Jane I think the biggest thing that is eating at them is they're lousy networks nobody networkers nobody likes to go to meetings where they don't know anybody nobody likes to trade cards and just hope and pray they might say hey I would like to hire you to manage my fortune so that's the really hard part about what they do and so if they if they were to view you this is the term that I've heard before and I think it was Dan again said this people are looking for a savior I need you to save me take me to the next level I will find the money somewhere if, if I really determine that you're the one that can can do this. So everything about your brand, Jane, really has to speak to that group of people, th that specific person, you know, the man or woman who becomes your perfect avatar. Everything speaks to that. Now, if there's a if there's a potential new book or if there and maybe even the name of the podcast, uh, certainly the uh, a video channel on YouTube. I don't know if this has been taken or not, but I wrote down, you can't drink from a dry well. How to excel as a master networker and, what was the other thing I wrote down? And establish trust or something like that. Because you can't drink from a, you can't drink from a, from a dry well. That clearly paints a picture and people that are in sales will understand that. Um, how, to ex how to become a master networker and excel at building trust. People will understand those are the things that they suck at and that they want the most amount of help with. I think that would be a pretty cool, could be an info product, could be a course, could be a book. But it ultimately, oh, the other thing I left off there, it, somehow we'd have to massage in there for financial planners. The ultimate guide for financial planners on how to, how to excel at networking and build trust. Too long, but you see what I'm saying? We need to have we need to address the pain points and we need to say who it's for mm -hmm. anyway hope that helps you it what did you, thank you what do you think of everything before we go um, I know you had some um, probably some hopes and aspirations when we started this did did I confuse you Did I make it seem like more I got a lot more work to do or did, did you, is there anything you can gravitate toward that might make sense um, I think what you did was you confirmed some decisions that have been made since I completed the the request to be in the profit seat mm -hmm. and to where I ultimately am now because uh, the book is coming out next week so it's it's consumed all of my time and all of my attention right. so now we're turning to the revamp of the website and you confirmed a couple of things for me because one of the things I've been doing is sort of straddling two audiences one was the financial planning audience and one was the client the right. public so what I've decided is I've picked the lane and I'm going on to the financial services side because you know I get the one-off orders on my website for my books and whatever but all of my sales and all of the reason I've become a best-selling author is because of companies buying a thousand books at a time or 850 or 750 or whatever and the beauty of this is I'm self-published so all of the revenue comes into my pocket whereas right. you know with publishers you usually get a lot less so you've confirmed a few things that we've been looking at and talking about and whatever so um, I don't know if I can get to the podcasting quite as fast as you'd like me to but <laughs> I'm going to look at trying to rev it up because I've got a lot on my plate at the moment and you know yourself we're the marketing and sales face of our businesses there's only us That's so it. you know you can only be in so many places at so many times and I haven't figured out how to clone myself yet so <laughs> so um, it, so in closing there are there are several companies and some I can even recommend that that are not expensive that 
if all you do is jump on for a half an hour and interview somebody and you give them give this company the mp3 file they'll they'll edit and put on the beginning and the end and they'll publish it and they'll create the artwork for your blog so literally all you have to do is is about a half an hour show and maybe 10 minutes of prep because it's pretty easy i gotta do one in a second and of course you get the one sheet so you got questions yep. I, you know things like yep. that so it's really not that hard to do the interviews and of all the things that are exploding right now um, podcasting, podcasting. Is it. my god I mean yep. it's like in 2009 when I started doing videos with my Kodak flip camera going like this you know I mean video took off but podcasting is it right now so I would encourage you not to have the second half of 2018 be the goal I tell cut your goal in half so maybe that means maybe okay. that means March or April but sooner the better because again one of the reasons I keep doing it is not necessarily I don't even know my downloads. I don't care. I don't go check that out. I'm interested in the conversations that I'm having with some really cool guests because I am serving my audience with good information, but invariably if I do 50 interviews or, or 30 interviews, half of those people are potential clients and it's the start of a relationship just like it is yeah. if you meet somebody at a networking event. So good I'm going to be on you about that. You got to get your podcast going. Uh-oh. And and get and if you don't have it now, get janeblaufus.com also. Hopefully you have Okay. That. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we do, but I'll double check. All right. I'll well, double check. Well, this has been a lot of fun. I hope you got some value out of it. I did. And, um, Thanks, Jim. You're very welcome, and I'll talk to you later. Okay. Have a great day. Thanks so you much. Too. All right. Sometimes people tell me at my uh, live event, Dream Business Academy, they get as much listening, they get as much out of listening to a prophecy for somebody else than if I pull them up on stage and do one for them. So I hope you got some good information, some nuggets, how you would have answered the questions I asked Jane. Think about that and how you can apply that in your own business. Uh, come back this time next week for another great episode of Dream Business Radio and be sure to join the growing community. The, the Dream Business train <laughs> has left the station, folks, and you can join at dreambizgroup.com, dreambizgroup.com. Until next week, another great episode of Dream Business Radio. This is Captain Jim Palmer, your Dream Business Coach, and you take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. <laughs> See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.